Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed of grace and peace everyone welcome back to another fantastic episode of bars biblical and reformed spitters and today i have a guy on the line man who every time i hear his music i get hyped because he got that boom bap that i love none other than from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. What's going on, bro? What's going on, brother? Ah, chilling, chilling, man. Thank you for coming on today, man, and giving the people an opportunity to uh to, to kind of hear your story and your testimony. Uh, speaking of which, man, that's kind of where I want to start, man. So tell the people a little bit of something about yourself. <laughs> you, you talk about testimony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I can yeah, go, yeah, yeah. I don't, can be, go. don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh... Well, first of all, um, the Lord is definitely gracious, man. God is, he's, uh, he's been super patient with me. Um, I would say that the first time I realized that I was a sinner in need of Christ, I was about 11 years old. Um, it was in a, a little AG church. It was a, a program called Royal Rangers. And the, the dude that was like the head of the program, it was kind of like your, a hood version of boy scouts with but it was christ-centric so the the commander dude was like real militant but he preached the gospel hard body i mean he he didn't hold no punches and i remember one day he just asked he said you know do you realize your need of a savior and you know not so many words I understood that I was destined for hell because I wasn't living up to a standard that God required. So, so I, I pleaded for Christ to save me at 11 years old. And I mean, I'm, the evidence of, of what had just occurred to me took place when I, shortly after the program, I ran upstairs to the sanctuary and my mother was in the service. And I remember asking her for forgiveness for all the times that I had cursed behind her back at her be due to her disciplining me you know so it was it was tough growing up in my household a little bit because my father was um he was what you would call like a backslidden gangster <laughs> um okay he, yeah i mean he had an experience with the lord at about 19 um but he walked away from the church due to some church hurt uh he was a musician as well he he played the congas um and for the for the church band and there was some money stuff going on that was shisty to him so he wound up leaving the church and went completely the opposite direction i mean from hustling big weight uh to you know numerous other things that i don't really want to talk about but but um so he, he was home i mean he, he brought the money home that we needed he provided a, a a healthy safe household on at face value but um but there was a lot of stuff going on that you know at any given moment 
uh, people could have been busting in my house, whether cops or, or, or drug dealers um, or people just trying to rob us at any given moment, which is why he, you know, he made it uh, a point to show me where he he held guns at, you know. Um, so it was it was a tough it was a little bit of a tough household, though, though it seemed nice in people's faces. There was a lot of stuff going on that that wasn't cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 find, I find it amazing, man, that like as a as a kid, you know, especially someone who came to Christ at such a young age to grow up seeing that and still kind of remain steadfast, you know, because like our fathers, you know, if they're around, if they're in the picture, for the most part, it's almost like they're the hero in our life and they're the example that we go after. So, um, so like, how did you, I mean, I mean, other than, I mean, we know the obvious answer, like the grace of God alone, but like, how did you, uh, like, how did you reconcile what you were learning? like in a Christian setting versus what you were seeing from your father? Well, um, first of all, like on a, on a Christian side of it, as far as learning, I really wasn't discipled. Um, I mean, I had my mother there before me uh, who also had never been discipled, but somehow the Lord was teaching her on her own. Um, so she, I, I learned humility through my mother. I learned the need for prayer. I learned um, how to be respectful, honoring. Um, I learned those things in the midst of not being disciple, but yeah, I mean, on the other side, I was learning from my so-called hero. I mean, my father to this day is still like a hero to me. Um, you know, he don't got his, his stuff all together. I mean, I know that he cries when we talk about the Lord. Um, I mean, literally the man weeps and he, if you was to meet him, you know, you would be somewhat intimidated because he has that persona of like that kind of demands respect, you know, um, he, he lived a, he lived a pretty wild life that, that required him to, to maintain that type of stature. So I, I wasn't discipled at that young age. I mean, I, I, I was up and down back and forth. Um, I remember getting in fights with people and the Lord would like convict me before I hit the person. It was crazy. I, I mean, my fist would like almost stop midair. Uh, you know, it sounds mad charismatic, but it's the truth. I mean, yeah. There was just there was just heavy times of conviction in the midst of my sin that I knew was wrong, but I didn't know how to place it necessarily. I just knew that I was wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah, man. You know, I, I praise God for keeping you, man. Uh, so uh, as you were as you were growing, like, at what point did like did, did the Christian rap thing become a reality for you? Well, um, I was, I went to like two different churches as I was growing a little bit older. Um, we had left the AG church. Uh, it was a Spanish AG church. And then we went to another AG church. I was around probably 17 and a friend of mine from this new school that I was going to saw that I was having like a lot of anger issues because my, my mom had moved me out of the city, um, and moved us out to the suburbs and it was like a whole different world for me uh, plus i'm a light-skinned rican so a lot of people thought that i was trying to be something that i wasn't you know they thought i was faking the funk so but really i was just being me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um, yeah right right so the friend his his mother actually um i actually thank god for this woman mrs flory it was she she really she really helped me out a lot she pulled me in and was like yo you should come to this bob she didn't say yo obviously but she was like you should come to this uh study with us she was already up in age a little bit too so she definitely wasn't right, using right. the term yo but um she she invited me and i think out of the because she was so kind about it i was down you know so i went and at first i was real you know a little hesitant but um but it wound up growing on me because i actually saw that they were opening the bible and reading and of course as we know um the spirit of the lord convicts man and and that's what began to happen and so i began to get drawn to the lord and somewhat discipled not necessarily sound theologic the um theology but discipled to to, to long for God you know there was a definitely a, right. an atmosphere of worship and a longing for God um, and a longing to be right you know so so I continued there for a couple of years um, the church wound up falling apart because 
uh, the pastor at the time was preaching heavily um like against divorce and and things that people it started to like ruffle a lot of feathers and um you know the church government i mean i'm not sure i can't remember exactly how the ag set up but they pretty much voted him out and got rid of them it, it tore the church apart um i wound up leaving and kind of went through like a a state of like backsliding um and then around age of 20 23 i would say um it was like oh three my boys camp was coming to the crib and it was like yo we've been hitting up this studio called mike and mix shout out to mike and mix the studio that you know I, I first spit my first rhymes in um they was like yo you should come through and check this joint out and now mind you at the time this was not christian hip-hop like these dudes was just they had like an understanding of god um like these are these are all dudes that i grew up with that i love to this day they're like my brothers but we just run different paths man they you know they're they're not really submitting to the Lord's authority. Um, I, mm -hmm. I pray for them all the time. But um, but anyway, they was going to hit up this studio. They was like, yo, you should come through, check it out. Um, I went with them and I'm listening to them rock out. And I'm like, yo, I know I could spit better bars than this. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, the, the, the pride of hip hop rose up within me right quick. And um, I remember the times writing when I was a young kid, listening to, you know, everybody would put the the stuff in a tape player to record Power 99 and all of that, um, and then rock out to the beats and try to spit. So that I remember doing that as a kid. So I just jumped in the booth. I was like, let me get that. I, I started spitting and it kind of grew on me. Um, so I did that for about a year and a half, almost two years. And we put together an album. It was actually two parts and uh we was going to release it but the lord brought me back <laughs> in the middle of doing this project that we was going to release that was not god glorifying um the lord brought me in into a church where i was actually doing paint work for i was doing uh, murals because i'm an artist as well um as far as paintings concerned um so i was doing murals in this in this church and a couple of the people began to minister to me while i was there and again, the Lord was convicting me heavily about my lifestyle and where I had gone. Um, and around that same time, my grandmother had passed away. And I remember praying with her in the hospital and, and she was asking me to, to, to submit again to the Lord, to repent and to trust in him, you know, that he had not left me. And, and sure enough, he hadn't left me. And I knew that. Um, so I went back and I fell before the altar. It was a church that, you know, they did altar calls. Um, and I fell before the, before the altar, before the Lord and, and wept and was so tired of my life and, and inconsistency. And I remember begging the Lord to help me to be consistent because I wanted to be done with, with all the nonsense. And this dude came up and was praying for me. Um, and his name is uh, Juan Carlos. He's actually the pastor of the church that I attend now that have been attending for like the last, man, well, since 05, he's been discipling me. So you know, he's my pastor now. Praise God for him. Um, and he had a ministry called at the at the time uh, Elohim Productions. Um, from that stemmed Offer Souls uh, with uh, my man God Sent. I don't know some of y'all might have heard of God Sent, Chosen, Prodigal, a bunch of different dudes. And they kind of put me in. It was like, all right, just sit here and chill for a little bit because we want to make sure you're going to be consistent before we throw you on the mic. And actually, I didn't even want to rock. Like, I was like, you know what? If the Lord pulled me out of this lifestyle, what I got to rap about now? I haven't been studying the word of God. Should I even rap or am I going to be as prideful as I was rapping um, the way I was rapping? You know, because to me, that's all hip hop really had to offer was this boastful, prideful, like I'm the man type stuff, you know, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hearing, hearing these yeah. brothers rock out the way they was and getting in the booth, um, it inspired me. And I, mem I remember praying before the Lord and asking, Lord, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna write rhymes, let all the rhymes I write be for Your glory. Let my tongue just speak truth, Lord, so that you know people can be edified and You can be glorified. And that's kind of where it popped off. So 06, 06 around there. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing, man. Like, like when I listen to. Uh, to some to the, to the people I've had on the show, like typically it's almost like there there are so many similarities when it comes to the fact of like man I wasn't even quite sure if I wanted to do this because of pride or you know uh you know you know and just just this desire to 
to to to to spit the truth if they're going to spit at all, you know. And and, and you know it's it's and this this is I usually hear this from like my favorite from like my favorite artist, you know, what I'm saying or or even like the like the same thing because like like I feel like we all kind of go through the same thing where it's like man, man like can I even be rapping like 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 why you know what I'm saying like like you because like you're so used to seeing it on the secular side and what it is and what it's about and it's almost like well man like is there a place for this in my life and trust me like i, I know i know that feeling too like me like before i you know growing up in church you know i, I mean like i grew when i say i grew up in church and you know, i had a dad who went from a deacon to a pastor you know uh you know that's how i you know a mother who served on the usher board and all that you know i mean like that, that was our family we, we were in church from Sunday school to late at night when we got out from the evening service you know, but yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. But if you ask me, though, I don't really think I was really saved until like maybe like like my adult years. You know, um, yeah, I and, But like, there was, and, and there was some, um, like in there, there was a time where like I did more uh, secular music. Now it was more like kind of, it was really more so towards the side of conscious. But like at the same time, it was, it was like geek rap. I don't even know how to explain. It, it was like that Lupe fiasco. Like a cross between Lupe <laughs> and, and and like Talib Kweli, you know, it was like you know that's that's kind of what I was on. Where like the only time where I would probably use a little profanity, but like only in, in the case of wordplay, but never just to fill in a gap because I couldn't think of anything else. Like I I used to hate cursing and rapping stuff like that. But nevertheless, though, ultimately, the purpose of the music wasn't God. And so like when I got like convicted, it was like it was at that point then it was like yeah I. You know, uh, like, like I said, I don't even, I don't even, I don't know. Like I, I put, I had put the pen and the pad down for like a long while, and then finally, I, and I think I came across like Shylin, and when I, when I heard what Shylin was doing, I was like, oh snap, we can do that, <laughs> you know, and and, and uh, but like, and then and it came down to like that same prayer, man, like like Lord, like like if I'm gonna do this, you know, be my be my ghostwriter, you know, and, yeah. and that's and that's that's basically you know, so 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 it's always you know to hear you hear you say hear you say stuff like that it's always kind of uh encouraging to, to hear that that uh, that other christian artists have that same prayer or have that same desire uh my thing is i guess man like 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 it seems to me like you just kind of just came up right in about the blue according to your story though like like you weren't even like really sure about doing it, it wasn't like you grew up with this passion for it but like kind of about the blue it's like you got put into like around some people and he was like i mean i can do that so like, does, yeah. it, does it really come that? Does it really come that easy for you? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm an artist, so I think you know, if you're if you tend to already be a creative person, you pretty much can dive into any avenue of creativity, and and if you desire to do it, it, it it'll come out of you. You know, what I mean, I, I really think, um, I mean, apart from just the natural ability. You know, I truly believe that there is something special about the tongue. You know, there's something special. Um, I, I think it's pretty in line with scripture. I mean, how often do we see um, judgment come against the way we use our mouths? You know, um, mm -hmm. people people try to try to throw out there. Oh, but, you know, creativity art is art. You know, you should be able to express yourself. However, yeah, but the Lord doesn't talk about judging people for how they necessarily draw a line on a piece of paper, but he does talk about judging people according to their mouths and what their tongue does. I mean, if you read James chapter three, it's pretty clear. Like who can tame the tongue? You know what I'm saying? So right, right. I, I do believe though I am creative and artistic and I could jump into almost any avenue, I believe, and, and express some creativity at a level that i think is kind of it would be good enough to be received and appreciated i also believe that hip-hop or rap or whatever people want to call it because i know people got issues with calling it hip-hop because of the culture and all that whatever you want right. to call it um music as a whole that uses the tongue um kind of as its rudder uh will be held accountable you know and and i believe that it is a platform by which we teach on and, and not all should should aspire to be teachers because there's a greater level of accountability you know the scriptures talk about that pretty clearly um so i do believe that god has appointed some to do this very thing so does it come just naturally out of my creativity and artistic ability 
to some extent, sure, but I also believe that the Lord has given me something um, to use for the edification of the body, to bring conviction through the Spirit of God, and to and to glorify Him. You know, so it's it's much more than yeah, I can jump on a mic and just start spitting. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this right, is right, yeah. this is this this is serious, man. I mean, I spend I'm I'm in the booth two to three days out of the week. Um, by by God's grace, I've been able to be able to do that because we own a restaurant. Um, and I'm in here for hours, man. Sometimes three, four hours before I have like six lines, you know, like because I want to make sure this makes sense. You know, it makes sense. Right. Not only not only is it layered in its creativity, but with every layer, you're hearing something that's gonna bring forth conviction or or the building up of of people you know so right this this has to make sense man it can't just be that mumble stuff it can't just be something over a nice beat or you know i don't just do this for the kids you know what i mean like (laughs) 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 i mean you know this is this is serious man this is serious bro i you know and it's funny that you mentioned that like that mumble line man because uh on that offensive track man and 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 i'm probably gonna butcher it so i can't i can't really say but basically in so many words it was like man i wish you it's so many words it was almost like man i wish you fake Christian rappers would just go to mumble rap so nobody nobody will understand what you're saying. They'd be led astray. That's what you said in so many words. Right. That's what I that's how I heard yeah. it. I was like, dude, this, like like this, bro. <laughs> like when I heard it, I was like, come on, man. Like 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 don't kill him. <laughs> but yeah. it, it, it's but it, I mean, but like yeah, no, you're right. It's like it's it's not about you know like it's it's not about putting on a show. It's like man, like like people's souls are at stake. You know, and it's like, yeah, you want to give them something that they that they'll enjoy while they're listening, but you want to give them that substance that way as well. And 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 I think like, I mean, I, I say this all the time. I, I believe that that that's something that is so needed uh, in the Christian music industry, in the Christian music industry, because you you know, we got so many um, posers. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to even be soft about it. We got so many people who just pose. Who you know? Saying they get out there, they'll say they'll say one thing in their songs, or even they song the songs may be like at best inspirational, but nothing like biblical. You know what I mean? Like if that makes sense, like like it may it may be man centered, but it's not God centered. You know, and you have a whole lot of that in the industry. Whereas you know we can listen to somebody like you or or somebody like Read the Verses, somebody like Shiloh, somebody like Path of Revelation, and we can hear some God centeredness and and and. God is glorified, and as a listener, you're not only enjoying what you're hearing, but you're being edified in the process. And that's 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 what I love about the Christian rap scene, the Christian rap music, because it's um, there's it's just substance there, and you don't you don't really find that too much in any other music because in, the, in all other music, you you pretty much just got that man centered uh, thinking that 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 secular worldview is taking place over it, man. So, so like, yeah, man. Um, I think I was, I was going to ask you how long does it take you to do a song? Six hours, and you got no. You said three hours, and you got six lines. Is that what you said? So, sometimes, man. Sometimes it comes yeah. quicker. You know, it, it really yeah. depends the mood I'm in too. I mean, the whole atmosphere affects everything. You know, it yeah. really everything gets yeah, so, affected. So you got a home studio? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you you living the life there. So <laughs> here's a here's my here's my question, man. Like I asked you this before on the inbox, and I'm gonna ask you online. The beats that you have, oh my goodness, I I can't say that I heard a beat that you spit on that I did not like. Like, like every time I turn on a track song, I just like, dude, like like where did he find this? Like who who is the monster behind those beats? Um, there's a bunch of monsters behind the beats, man. Um, and you know, I really don't. I mean, I give them, I give them, they they do credit when I post a song, because I think um, creative ability or creative talent does deserve credit. Um, so, but you know, I'm not selling none of the stuff that I'm making right now. I'm actually just using beats that I think are dope, pulling them from my old archive that I have, that a few a few brothers of mine helped put together back in the day that you know beats that i've that i long to kind of spit over and 
as I'm now like trying to create um, awareness of what I'm doing, I'm using those beats. So that's pretty much it. I got you. Different so, so like right secular now, dudes. Tell it again. But I mean, most of them is secular dudes. You know, secular, okay. secular hip hop. Yep. I got you. So, so, so like right now, like you, uh, you kind of just, you kind of just, like you don't really necessarily have like a, a full project in the work. Is, is, is that? Am I understanding that correctly? Well, my plan is to is to do a mixtape. So I got probably about ten tracks right now. But while I'm we're putting that together, I'm releasing singles so that I kind of stay in the public's eye, you know, so that people are still aware that I'm there. Um, you know, I'm not doing too much promoting apart from like Facebook. You know, I got a SoundCloud, Bandcamp, um, the Noise Trade account, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, my plan is to release a mixtape. So I have I have a dude that is doing all my mixing for me. Shout out to EC Holmes, aka Vision. He's also an MC. Um, he's doing my mixing for me, and my and my man DJ Serenity out out of Philly is gonna be taking all the songs and making it like a late '90s type, you know, uh, Green Lantern type mixtape with all the scratching and all that. Oh wow, he said Green Lantern. That takes me back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for I, sure. So. Yeah. So so um, what was I about to say? Um, so you out of a uh, Lancaster, right? Now, like, are you still with the? Uh, the Elohim production, like, like you still rolling tight with them, or nah, that's or like... that fell, yeah, that fell apart years ago. Um, like I said, it turned into office souls. We rocked out up and down the east coast. Um, I actually went out to Cali, um, Mexico, Switzerland. I mean, we went we went around pretty good, uh, mostly just doing ministry stuff, man. You know, handing out a lot of CDs. Like, my first album, I probably handed out like five, six hundred copies, just giving them to people. Um, and that was back in 08. But shortly after that, Office Souls kind of just split apart. I mean, we was a gang of dudes, like probably six or seven of us. And the only one that, apart from me, that still does music is God Sent. Um, you know, he's done stuff with Fanatic and, and plenty of other dudes. I mean, right now I'm dolo, bruh. You know, I'm connecting. I'm connecting with brothers, good brothers like Christ-centric cats, Wrath and Grace, real good brothers, man, that I've been able to kind of get to know a little bit. I look forward to getting to know them a little bit better, but as far as, like, label or affiliation, I don't really have any affiliation with anybody um, indefinitely, so. Yeah, I, I can make that. I mean, I, I, sometimes, man, I just think that that's just the way to go, like, just to have that independence. I mean, plus, I mean, you having your own home studio and all that, I mean, it's just like you can do, you can work at your pace. And, and yeah. whatnot, and I mean, I, and I think there's, there there may be some there are certainly benefits to having a, a label and label mates and stuff like that in terms of like promotion and you know and so forth and even accountability uh, for that matter. So having said that, man, like I'm uh, am I assuming correctly when I say that maybe like your pastor is like your accountability in all of this? Yeah, I mean, I got um I got a real solid home church. We're called the Gathering. It's not a call, even though it's. <laughs> it's been, it's been, I always gotta throw that little plug in there, like you know, it's not a cult. Right, right. It, it is called not the gathering, cult. but yeah, <laughs> um, we we do we stand upon the doctrines of grace. Um, two two brothers are pastors there. One is Eric Weaver, the other is Juan Carlos, which I mentioned already. Um, and just a bunch of good, solid brothers around me that that I get with on a regular basis. I mean, you know. I I'm, I, w I always say I'm closer, I think, to them than blood relatives because, and I think that's happened recently because I've realized these are dudes I'm for sure going to spend eternity with, you know, so how much more important, how much more crucial is that relationship to me than simply blood relatives who do not honor the Lord? You know, now if you're a blood relative of mine and and you honor the Lord, praise God, I love you like even more. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're going to be together for eternity. But for those who don't, um, my mission is obviously to be around them, to be able to share the gospel and to love on them um, and to, to ask them even to repent and, and come to saving faith in Christ. But my church fellowship, like these is my dudes, man. We we roll hard together. We're there for each other all the time. Um 
you know there's there's nothing like having a solid church body around you that exemplifies what you see in the book of acts and that's what we got at the gathering okay yeah i mean that, that's that's hot man I, and I, again i think like, i think a lot of that reflects in and uh and like in your music and, and in your art man so i, I, I had Praise to ask God. that because i i think th- i think like like you know these days and we see like, like it's hard to tell if somebody has accountability or not because it's like they get out there on the public scene and it's like they're they just off the chain with, with either something that they're saying or something that they're doing uh you know so whatever the case may be man and it's like well man like like who is their pastor <laughs> like or right, like who right. is their accountability like where who, who like 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 they don't have one christian brother in their ear saying hey man don't do that <laughs> you know yeah um, yeah <laughs> you know it, it's just it's crazy to me some of the things that I'm hearing and seeing, uh, you know, you know, it's like as far as like the the, the Christian industry is going, you know, um, you know, like I just it, it just I don't know, like it just, I just find it strange uh, that folks who were like super extra hardcore die hard when they first came out got a little bit of fame and like now um, they uh, you know they kind of just uh, I mean. I, I won't say that they're not Christian anymore. I'm just saying that they, they seem they seem to be like a little bit of compromise in there, man. Like other than accountability, what are some other safeguards you think that you put into play to uh, to kind of guard yourself from that? Well, um, definitely the reading of the word on a regular basis, uh, praying, and I gotta give a shout out to my wife Flora, um, great woman of God. I love her to death. She's she holds me down, man. She and my son as well. My son Alir is like, he lets me know when he sees things that are off from what I've taught him, you know. Um, so my household too helps to hold me accountable. Um, but yeah, man, this whole this whole industry thing, you know, with MCs now acting as if though they gotta keep it so real that they sin on camera, um, it's crazy to me. I just don't get it. You know, I don't understand how you have brothers in your camp that, you know, do boastfully claim Christ and even some even some run with dudes that are pastors, you know, and and yet they're able to get away with doing and saying whatever. It just don't make any sense to me how this pops off. Like if you really think that your art form is above God's judgment, you have a problem. You know, you really need to bow before the lord in prayer and be humble man kendrick lamar be humble you know like how we got how we got sinners in the world telling us to be humble you know this is crazy and yet yeah the dudes in 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 the so-called christian camps they don't even want to label themselves christian anymore which is bizarre to me also because you're basically denouncing the name of christ but um dudes in the christian so-called camps you know are being told to be humble and they're the ones being prideful while the world's telling us to be humble man listen i just don't get it bro you don't want to get me started on all that stuff um yeah it, i'll go, it, on, it, I'll it, go it, on a rant <laughs> right no i feel you like like it's like it's confusing man and then and it's and it's you know I, I i gotta say man i think like a lot of what's stealing them is the fact that you have christians or well, at least people who profess to be christian or christians whatever who are just like hey man leave those guys alone and it's like well wait a minute though like like, what are we supposed to be in this world? Man, like, I thought that we were supposed to be different. I thought that we were supposed to be peculiar. I thought that we were supposed to be separate. Now, granted, I'm not saying that, you know, we all do, that that, that, that any of us do anything perfectly. But, like, man, like, you know, I thought that we were supposed to be receptive to correction when it came, you know, and lean yeah. back to our own understanding and all those things. And, and that's, I got to say, like, that's not, that's not what I'm seeing. I'm sorry, real quick. I think I think a major issue is that people no longer have a theology of suffering. You know, they don't think that suffering is honoring to the Lord or even a part of God's plan. So whenever they see suffering, they're ready to to take a stand of so-called pride and and um, mm-hmm. and run with that route. You know, but regardless, I mean, the scriptures make it pretty clear: you must suffer much to enter the kingdom of heaven. And when you don't think when you think that you got to be loved by the world and what you do to be able to reach the world, you got it backwards, man. That's one of the parameters I use is if the world is loving me, I need to look in the mirror and check myself before the Lord. 
Like right. the mirror of the word of God should be bringing conviction if the world is loving me, because then that means I'm not doing something right, you know. And yeah. if if the if the world is loving you, and man, listen, check yourself because something's wrong. You got to be offending somebody. You know, like if you yeah. preaching the truth of God, you're offending somebody. They ain't gonna be loving you. Somebody, you know, either they're yeah. either they're repenting or they're offended. One or the other, repentance or offense. One or the other takes place. Um, so that's what I mean. You yeah. you must not yeah. be yeah. preaching the gospel, even even right. behind closed doors. Right. I, I I find it like, for example, like the award shows. You know, I mean, and I'm, I'm not even talking about like, like for one, I don't understand like the Stella Awards or anything like that. Like, like those who are focused on like Christian artists, I don't even under, I don't understand that at all. But I really don't understand when you have say like the BET Awards, you know, a show that is obviously very provocative, and you know, I mean, you just got you just got like some of your most sinful artists on stage and whatnot, and yet they have a section to where they 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 honor or they they always have like like a, like a church portion so to speak you know like a a, a spot where like 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 a Yolanda Adams to come out and sing a song and the next thing you know everybody who was just praising this this uh sexually uh, uh this basically somebody who was like this artist who was just this just overly uh praising sin you know and that person is in the audience now raising his hands and praise as somebody is singing a song and then these people then there's people that's getting like like you know who will get a award and it's like i don't I, i'm like i'm with you on this like I, I i don't get how this sinful world are enjoying what's supposed to be the christian you know worldview you know they're supposed to be like the christian world you know what i mean that if you want know to say like i don't i don't get how how all of this can exist on the same stage and everybody just go home and sleep peacefully because it's all well Right, it's, you know, and, then, and, then, and, then, and right, and then, and then, like the people in the church, like for one, like, um, and mind you, I'm not one of those people who is like, hey, well, you can't listen to secular music at all, or this, that, and the other. I just, I just don't get how we're comfortable with the the amalgamation of both of those two worldviews on what or what's supposed to be two different worldviews on the stage, and it's like, and, and and the only way I can make sense of it is it's like, well, it's not two different worldviews; it's just two different yeah. styles of music at, at best. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it's not two different worldviews. And so, and, and when you try to say that to people today, they think that we're being the Pharisees or, you know what I'm saying? Or we, we're being, uh, we're just being too religious. You know, we're not being loving enough towards those sinners. And, you know, hey, they need to hear some gospel. At least they hear, and that's the thing. Like, like no, they're not hearing a gospel at all because if they were, you know, if, if they were, I, I believe that whole show would get shut down. You know, sure. I, I believe, yeah, you know, even either that whole show would get shut down or people would get kicked out. There'd be some video you know? editing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, 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 that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how you know, like, that's why, like, for example, like, everybody would talk about what, like, like, bump it. I'm just gonna put it. Everybody would talk about, like, Lecrae and, like, and, like, the, the, the collaborations that he's done. And, and, you know, and they would say, well, you don't know what he's doing behind closed doors. So it's like, well, you in a sense, I mean, I get that. Maybe we don't, but you, I mean, you would think that if he's ministering to them, you know, said that that will come before the collaboration, you know, and and, and then you would see a change, like like you know, like if he was ministering to like Big Crit, I would have loved, I would love to see the fruit of that ministering and Big Crit be repented, you know, and so forth. But it's like I don't see that, you know, and then, and instead what you have is you have two people working together, and, and so like what I. What I think it is now, which is why it's like Lecrae said, well, no, I'm not a Christian artist. I'm an artist who's Christian. So he's saying like, man, he's separating his art from his Christianity. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's what he's saying. You know, I disagree yeah, with such a methodology. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't separate um, your tongue from your art. You know what I'm saying? He's an MC. Yeah. And the, the Lord says he's going to be held accountable for every word. Like, so you cannot separate those things i mean if your word if your mouth is being used for something other than the glorification of god um and you're just out there spewing stuff out for whatever reason and you're not gospel centric what are you really doing you know like like yeah. it was like i was saying earlier 
there's either offense or repentance coming forth and we yeah. haven't seen evidence of either you know i don't know of anyone that has come out of any of those uh you know uh collabs and there's been an offense or repentance from either one of them i, I haven't seen yeah. that happen yet i mean i could be yeah. wrong if there is one out there please somebody let me know um has paul yeah. wall repented i mean i don't know you know like yeah. has you know has e40 uh, been offended by cray i don't i don't know you know what i'm saying like, but i haven't seen it ain't nobody saying nothing right. about any of that you know so right. just if you if you're of the world dude be of the world you know what i'm saying like don't don't people should not and i'm not even just talking about him but people should yeah, not right, right. claim people should not claim to be doing something for the sake of pleasing people you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of the stuff that's out there with hip hop is all oh, do this to please nobody. But the reality is, your words bear evidence of whether or not you're doing it to please people or not. You know, like what you say yeah. bears evidence. And if you out here in interviews or talking to people and somebody's smashing on the church and you riding out with it and you're not saying nothing yeah. or coming in defense of the bride of Christ, I mean, we're talking about the bride of Christ. Like if somebody talks about my homie's wife. I'm going to have an issue yeah. and we're going to have some problems. Right. We're going to have to talk. You know what I mean? Right. So right. if somebody right. talk about the Lord's wife, I mean, come on, man. Where, where's the defense yeah. at? Where's the where's the standing up um, for the sake of Christ? You know, that's that's the difference. And that's not happening. So you, you really got to question what's going on here. Um, dude's got to repent, man. For real, for real. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And 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 I, and I and I encourage anybody listening, man. Like like always, like man, we definitely want to like keep keep people like that up lifted up in prayer. But I mean, like, sure. let's, let's, I don't think we should be scared to call it what it is. And I think that there are some people who who are, who will disagree with me uh, uh, and disagree with us on what we're saying here. That's fine. I still love y'all. I mean, we respectfully disagree on that type of thing. Uh, but like, nevertheless, though, like man, like you know, I believe that these that this is a serious thing. That this is a serious issue. Uh, but yeah, you know, and and uh, I'm, I'm definitely not saying like I don't think it's my place to be like whether or not uh, people like that are saved or not. That's not my place. Uh, I can just say that yo, know, what you're doing needs to be corrected, or what you're not doing needs to be, you know, it, just, it needs yeah. to be corrected, you know. And, and that that's and that and that's kind of, that's where I sit with it, man. And definitely, uh, definitely keep a cast like that lifted up in prayer. Um, moving on real quick, man. Like what? This is a question I ask all the artists. What's on your playlist? What's um, what? Who are some of your favorite artists that you're listening to, uh, known or unknown? And uh, yeah, like some of your biggest inspirations, all of that. Uh, well, um, man, there's there's many, many. Um, I definitely got to give shouts out to Beautiful Eulogy. Um, I think Humble Beast, every project that they've dropped has been like pretty good, you know, uh, definitely God honoring. Um, I got some questions about the artists and what's going on as far as bringing people in, then they bounce in, you know, and all of that nonsense. But the reality is that they make good music, man, and God glorifying music. Yeah, you know? true that. I agree um, with that. I think I yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the prop joint. I know there's a lot of controversy behind this project. There usually is with prop, though. Um, the Propaganda's Crooked album. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to check it out. Um, you know, uh, Ishan Burgundy, I think. Um, I'm not sure. You know, the, the brother's like real um, careful about how he talks about theology like i i don't know where he stands on anything pretty much except for the essentials i know that he <laughs> believes you yeah. know <laughs> um so i'm always i'm always careful about promoting promoting people that i know are off on their theology um though they mm -hmm. may make great music you know yeah. um but but ishan like i said i can't really point pinpoint anything on him but he makes good music man he loves the lord um, you know, I, I like listening to his music for real, for real. Um, who else? Uh, well, you know, I got to shout out my man, um, Chris, Chris Jones, you know, just dropped the Mino joint. I've been checking that out. It's definitely dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, yeah man, he'll, he'll be on this show. He'll be on this show real soon. I'm, I'm, I'm probably within like the next couple of weeks. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna sit down with him, but yeah, that's my boy right there. Yeah. He, he's yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 
I copped a couple of beats off of him too, so I'm, I'm excited about them joints. Ooh, yeah, he's a beast on the beat making, man, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. Wrath and Grace dudes, you know my man Omri. He he makes solid music. He's a lyrical genius, man. He does really good. Dude, I, I, um, I absolutely love Omri, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that dude. That he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a beast, man. Um, the bold result, yeah. you know, result is no joke. He's he comes up with things that you know I don't even want to try to waste my time trying to compete with. You know, like his ideas of rapping something forward and then straight backwards curse reverse is just crazy to me um it don't matter how much talent i think i got i'm not gonna sit down for days and try to write a song backwards and forward that make it work and he did it you know what i mean to the glory yeah. of god he did it well yeah. he did it well yeah yeah um, the curse revolt yeah curse reverse that was it yeah that's the that's the joint <laughs> well he destroyed that joint. i mean the whole elementology yeah. is pretty dope you know yeah um christ-centric of course i mean evangel uh the ball's crazy with the skills um even though i heard he's retired now um of course shaolin of course the, you know the lamp mode squad so and them dudes um, my man brian davis god servant um of course timothy brindle this new joint he's about to drop though is, is gonna be bananas um under unfolding i think it's called uh, yeah. he's dropping a book with it also that's that's just gonna be crazy i saw him at the raffin grace yeah. conference and he he spit that joint my man grabbed the microphone stand and acted like it was a javelin while he was rapping you know like <laughs> who do that book to brindle you know what i mean right man you, you know what man, I, next year i'm in i'm all in that rapping grace conference by the grace of god if it, if it be his will because that conference looked like it was just straight lit <laughs> oh man listen it was the first conference i ever went to and I'm ruined as far as conferences is concerned. Like people are like, yo, let's go to that G3 joint or yo, let's go to this and that. And I'm like, ah, I'm waiting for the Wrath and Grace joint to come up next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't sleep on the G3 though. I was there this year. Man, that was my first oh, time sure. going there. I, oh man, oh my goodness. It was, that was live, man. I, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, and I got to meet some people uh, for the, you know, like for the first time, oh, I've been talking to you for years on Facebook, and, and oh man, I, I, I loved it. I, I loved that G three conference, man. That's experience. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna try to make. All, I watch all of them online for sure. I mean, I've been yeah. blessed by you know the, the nutrients that's there. I mean, they they feed the body, man. No doubt. Like, you know, you can't sleep on none of them brothers. They they right. they're, they're OG OGs in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show enough. Show enough, man. Yeah. Anybody else that you listening to? Well, um, I still, I still rock out to my man Deuce Ambassador. You know that that last joint he did, Sacred and Secular. Um, I like it. I, you know, he's. I wish he would stick with, um, the original style that he came out with. Um, you know when he did, uh, what's his first uh, Christology in layman's terms. I mean. His style in that album, that just suits me. You know what I mean? But he's a genius at, at conforming his style. Uh, and he's, he's still good, man. I, I still rock out. Yeah. Sacred and Secular is dope. It's a dope album. Um, I'm, I was really looking forward to the to the Selah joint, the Selah The Corner. Um, mm -hmm. But this song that he dropped, like it's called uh, Fuel. Man, I, mm -hmm. listen. I, I just got to be honest. Like this whole mindset of using your haters as fuel and all that that's real that's really of the world um yeah it's almost it's very self-centered you know what i'm saying yeah so but again i mean i think as 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 much good music as gom produces and puts out because these dudes musically they're ridiculous mm -hmm. they put out great music um yeah they, they they just seem like they need to be discipled you know they just seem real young in the faith um, as far as their content, you know, um, cause, but when it comes to, when it comes down to being practical, like Bizzle says some stuff that I'm always like, wow, that's, that's dope. I didn't think about that, but then he'll come at John MacArthur. Like, come on, dude. Really? I mean, yeah, it just don't make yeah. no sense. You know what I'm saying? You, or or yeah, even, you know, even supporting, supporting TD Jakes. Like, dude, how you, how you support my mans? Like, but yeah, yeah they, 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 go ahead. No, no, I was, about, I, was about, I was about to say like, like, uh, it's 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 funny because like Bizzle when I like I used to like I used to like shun all rap for him. I had I had a I had a period where I was not 
uh, where I was not uh, listening to any rap of any type. And uh, Bizzle was like the first one. Like, like when I heard his Dear Hip Hop, that's what kind of drew me back, drew me back, drew me in. And then after that, I heard Shylin. And that's what really snatched me up. And it was like, the more I listen, like, I think Bizzle is very talented, man. I think he, I think he's super talented. And I think, and especially like when he's, like, I think he's super logical when it comes to certain things, especially like social issues and certain stuff. Um, I mean, he just, he just, he just hit, I mean, he just makes some strong, solid points about like daily living and stuff. But then you're right, like he'll turn right around and it's like, well, wait a minute, man. Like, yeah, yeah, you pro TV Jakes or, or, um, you know, <laughs> or, or even like, you know, like, like it's almost like, like, like part of them cannot shake like a thug mentality. And right. it's, I, I, if I, if I, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, like sometimes it's like, man, dude, like, hold on, man, like, like, like we're we're still supposed to be Christians here. I, I, I think, uh, I, I, I would, I would love to see God over money, like, just grow spiritually. I would love For to see sure. them do that. For I sure. think, I think, I, I think they, I think they put out. I, I agree with you on the fact that they put out some fantastic music. My, I, I'd let my kids listen to it. You know what I mean? I'm not particularly. Yep, yep. Like 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 a, like a like a super fan of what of, of the music, but like back in the, I remember like back in the day when they first came out with this. But then it's like the more I listen to like Bizzle, who by by the way, like I said, I have nothing but utmost respect for. It's like the more and more I listen to him, the more and more he sounded like kind of prideful, like in his music, almost as if like he was the hero in his song sometimes. And that's that's just how it came yeah, off yeah. to me. And then also, I'm not a big fan of like copy changes. Um, you know, taking a taking a secular song and Christianizing it. Like I'm not I'm not a super you. fan of that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just not. I think he's creative, but I you know that's just that's just not my thing. And uh, you know, so so again, those are just some of, some of those other brothers, man. I just you know just keep lifting in prayer and just and just pray that God just continues to draw them nearer and nearer and nearer because I, I do believe that they're very uh very talented, very powerful, and I and I believe they have strong voices. Yeah, I mean, I you think know? when it comes to, the, to to flipping secular songs, at the end of the day their song is going to get more airplay than yours so the people are going to listen and they're going to still revert to that original you know what i mean so yeah that's that's kind of my mindset with putting this i remember i was talking to will mendoza um shout out to christ centric i was talking to him about um the mixtape and he was like yo where you pulling your beats from and i told him i didn't want to use beats that were too familiar with people because i don't want people to think about the original song you know so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to be very strategic and pulling beats that people don't really know too well or haven't really heard unless you a straight beat head and you just listen to beats you know right. but um, i did want to i did want to shout out um the art of joy i mean i think that album is a masterpiece you know yeah um, yeah jackie hill perry man she's no joke right like yeah she, that album <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, that album was, you know, uh, my wife rocks that album. She knows the lyrics to that joint. I was so encouraged to see a female stand up, um, especially with her testimony, you know, and and be not just a good artist, but um, sound and and fearing the Lord and being very careful with the content. She's she did a great project. I can't yeah. wait till she, till yeah. she puts out another piece. Yeah, I was follow I was following her back when she was just a poet on like the Passion for Christ Ministries. Exactly. Uh, yep. and, I, and I was like, I, I remember like listening to her. I was like, dude, like she is totally, totally just killing it with this poem, you know? And, and then like, so when I saw that he was dropping an album, I was like, oh snap. And I think the first song that I heard was uh, the one that she did with Eshawn Burgundy. And I mean like, yeah, I was okay. Like, yeah. Uh, what was it? I think it was called the, uh, I think it was called The Solution. Yeah. The Solution. I think that's the first thing. Yeah, oh uh, man, I, like when that beat dropped and she started and she and she just came in, like I was like, oh bruh. I was like, dude, and and and, yeah. and then and and and, 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 and and I think it was so fitting that she did a song called Ode to Lauren. Um, yeah, that, that for sure. to, to Lauren Hill because um, because it's almost like you can almost tell where, where that Lauren Hill was probably like a huge inspiration on her as a uh, as an artist because you can hear it because Lauren yeah. Hill. He came, Lauren Hill came in and killed the secular game, and but it was like it was almost like Lauren Hill album is almost like there's parts in the way he's like man they, like like that lost one son, you can almost right. say that like like that song you, you can pretty much say like that song pretty much has some Christian themes in it because you know it's just just certain stuff that you hear 
in there about selling your soul or selling out and or or you know what I'm saying like talking you know talking about serpents in the grass trying to play straight got your whole style and it's like so like for her to do like that old to her and then say man like you know like I hope to see you in heaven like I hope you know what I'm saying like I yeah. hope like whatever the case may be I hope you hear the father's voice and come back to him and this that and the other I, yeah so her that the art of joy was superior that, that was a superior album true story for sure for sure hands down i mean like i said humble beast man they put out solid projects yeah uh, well listen man i'm not going to keep you any longer man i gotta actually get out and get ready for work uh because you know all of us can be bosses like you running our own restaurants and stuff and making our own <laughs> schedules <laughs> yeah but but dude bro I, I appreciate you coming on man i i, I love your heart behind everything that you do man i love your spirit man i, I love your work and I love you to life, man. I just am I'm looking forward to hearing more music from you. Uh, for those of y'all who are on the line, stay tuned. We are going to uh, we're going to be playing a joint from Strax, and I, and I believe I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna have my man Dwayne put on the offensive uh, or the offense. I forget how it's pronounced, but whatever the name of the song is, man, you guys stay tuned to listen to it. It's fire. But real quick before I let you go, let the people know where they can find you and find your music. Well, you can find me on um, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Noise Trade, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Stract, His Hype Man, S-T-R-A-C-T, His Hype Man. Um, yo, man, I really appreciate this, brother. Uh, I love you too, man. I'm grateful for for building these new relationships in the Lord. And just, it's dope to see how big the body of Christ really is. You know, he keeps his remnant, man. So all praise Amen. to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and yeah, the bar, y'all doing it, man. I, I appreciate y'all. Praise God, man. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Hey, um, Strack, hold on to the line, man. We'll see you as soon as I end this recording, man. We're gonna, I'm gonna holler at you real quick. Thanks uh, and peace, folks. Thank y'all for listening. Until next time, y'all be good. Strack, what up? Check it, yo. Somebody talk smack on your mans. You be like, chill, babe. Don't say that about my dojo. But somebody talk smack on the church. How come the Christians don't stand up, man? I don't get it. Take it how it is. This that gritty rap. Making the birds in the city clap. For the Christ, I take L's like a Philly mat. I'm riding tracks underground. It's the bull back. I'm the first person in the game with a doom gap. Putting flavor in your ear, but I really rap For the Biggie Mac, two dudes on the Diddy track Couldn't really rap, cause they really lack substance No meat, lyrical vegans, heathens Walking talk treasons, falling all seasons Earth, wind, fire, there's many reasons For believing, but number one's King Jesus Resurrected, John blazed it, the method Repent, on repeat like a broken record from the cross, move with the Shaolin, we gon' rep it. He the Paganini, I'm the violin, check it. I see light, these MCs that seem light. They ignore some of the word and it don't seem right. Like how darkness is chilling with light. And if the world loves you, is you doing it right? You need to tie the dollar up and throw it in the fire. Cause the blessings don't come till you bow to Messiah. And I ain't really trying robbing still This ain't a half a dollar, this track keeping it real Now many people wanna say it, but I guess I will CHH is not the first stop to the top When you in the drop, is it still Christ you rock? Or is you sitting wishing you were spitting writings with pop? It's a sincere question, cause many people second guessing Where they should be at, and how they should be functioning When the world combustion in, yeah I see you hustling But do the ends really justify the means? When the means start to seem like they pushed by the greens? <laughs> I'm thinking David when he ran with the Philip Come on fellas, I'm just seeing some killer schemes Enough of that, y'all should just do mumble rap But people can't understand what you're saying and stumble back I'm kinda thinking maybe God should put the muzzle back Cause you probably thinking that track, he ain't a humble cat I'll take that, and I ain't running to the shack Put the squad on my back and I'll beast mode rap Yeah it's heavy, but I'll never say his people are whack I ain't been tempted under death, but Jesus was And he's worthy of every breath, he redeemed us cause I'm from the north, but I put a little southern on the thing Just to show you, it don't matter how you say it, it's the same
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there